0: Well, good evening, Mr. Cox. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you, sir? Good, good,
1: Brian. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Oh, thank you. How's life in uh, Kentucky?
1: Uh, So far, so good. It's been, the the weather's a touch on the shitty side, but it's, you know, that time of year.
0: Yeah, I hate that. It's, it seems like it goes from either cold to uh, hot as hell in the northeast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just swamp ass hot. Sweet. Yeah, exactly.
1: fucking awful.
0: So for those of uh, for those of folks that are listening that wouldn't that don't know who you are, can you just kind of introduce yourself? Tell them a little bit about you. Uh,
1: my name's Tony Cox. I run a self named YouTube channel revolved around Harley Davidsons, and I'm also a member of the Five Dirty Bikers
0: podcast. Nice. What um, what got you started in motorcycles?
1: Uh, motorcycles is just something that I've always gravitated toward my entire life. One of the reasons I have older brothers, I was the youngest of seven kids. And I came around very late in my parents' life. So they were in their 40s when they had me. So my brothers were quite a bit older than me. And my oldest brother was a Harley guy. And my middle brother was a Triumph BSA guy. Okay. So from growing up there was always a motorcycle in the driveway being worked on or being ridden so it's just something that's always been around
0: it's been ingrained yeah yeah that's really cool what did you um do you remember what you started out with like what what were your I first I started ride out
1: was? it was a Yamaha MX50 oh
0: it's a Yeah. okay
1: yeah a little little 50 i was uh 8 or 9
0: oh I that's think. awesome
1: yeah we had a field right by the house and me and my friends would go out and ride that son of a bitch all day long. <laughs> I mean, all day long, but that yeah, it seems
0: to be the the school of thought, right? There's the people that go all crazy and try and learn and There's the other people that just get on it. And
1: we did. I mean, we knew, didn't know anything. We got it and took it out in the field and figured it out. You know what I mean? That is it took awesome. us, yeah, it took us like two days to get out of first gear, but we eventually
0: got it. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, that's really cool. That's, um, no, that's really cool. So what, um, so I believe we said you went into, as an adult, you, you kind of rode sport bikes for a while. And then yeah,
1: I, I kind of got into sport bikes in my twenties and then, uh, I got married and we, we had kids and, uh, my wife wasn't comfortable because sure. I own my own business. And at the time I was the only person working. So I had to give motorcycles up for about 10 years. Okay. Uh, Just because if I was to get hurt, then everything would go sideways. Sure. So uh, once my wife got back to work, uh, we were driving by, just driving by like a power sports dealer one day. And I was like, you know, you think I could get a motorcycle again? And she just said, "Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. And I didn't say a word after that. I just kept my mouth (laughs) shut, right? She came home the next day with a Harley iron sportster in the in the garage nice she said that the next morning i went out there and i said i'll take that one <laughs> just we're taking <laughs> whatever i right can now. get home the fastest yes the yes i didn't say a word when oh, we were in the car great. man i was just like i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut i'm gonna go buy it tomorrow
0: nice <laughs> that's really funny yeah sometimes so. it's, i guess it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission someday.
1: well she said i could yeah so and fair. there wasn't a time frame attached to it so <laughs> i was like "Fuck it man i'm jumping i'm jumping while the iron's hot do it that's so yeah awesome. that's that's kind of what started me on the whole harley thing was was the iron
0: and how long did you have that for
1: i had that one for two two and a half years okay and then traded it for the the slim, and had that for three years, and then just traded that for the Street Bob 114.
0: That Street Bob's fantastic. That's such is, a stunning bike.
1: It's a little beast of a bike, man. Yeah, I say little. It's not little, but it it little for a soft tail, and it it hauls ass. Yeah, it really does. It's a fun what,
0: bike. Um, speaking of it, I don't know if you saw the news today, but they uh, they announced that the new um, the custom i guess it is is going to have yeah, a the 1250 American custom engine.
1: yeah the 1250 custom they've been talking about that for a while kind of teasing it i hope it's that bike i don't know mm-hmm. what they're going to do with it but hopefully it's that bike that thing will be so much fun to ride
0: yeah i mean it really looks like it and it and it it got me thinking today how um two years out from another bike so at, at what point is it going to be where they're all going to be that engine or at least all that technology
1: yeah i think the Sportster's going to have to go away yeah uh simply because the the evo engine is just it's old man it's not passing emissions overseas it's going to struggle to pass emissions here in the next few years so they need a replacement and i think that that 1275 or that 1250 and i think they're going to do a 975 is the rumor too so i see that as oh, a that's replacement right, because
0: that's what they were doing with the bronx yes they were they're, going to have the two displacement engines yeah yeah
1: i see two displacement engines coming i don't know if they're going to stick it in a sporty body or just completely transform the sportster lineup kind of what they did with the dinas and the Softtails. but
0: yeah Who knows i saw a couple pictures today and of course you know it's all speculation but it's got the the picture i saw it's got the two exhausts on the side sort of like a scrambler looks really sharp
1: no it's it's going to be badass dude that pan america's hot i mean that
0: engine's hot (laughs) so i uh i signed up for the demo ride in pa but i don't think it's till like end of august or something it's a ways away
1: yeah i think they just got one at my dealer here at bluegrass Uh, I saw some, some stuff on Instagram about it. I haven't been up there yet. It's been pretty busy at work. So yeah. Yeah. I haven't had a chance, but I, I don't know if I can ride the fucker or not, man. You know, I'm five, six. I mean, I got, I got (laughs) T-Rex legs, you know? I mean, I, I I don't know. We'll have to see.
0: That is the most messed up thing about motorcycles is you and I could be the same height, but we can't fit on the same bike. No because I had the same problem I have short legs for my size so I have longer a longer torso yeah so when I'm like and I forget that so you ask somebody that's you know 6'1 and they're like oh this is what you need and you get it and you're like this doesn't work this doesn't <laughs> no. work
1: no I I think I've I i do not yeah. think I have any shins I think it goes fucking right to the knee to the ankle <laughs> so you were yeah. robbed yeah I was robbed dude <laughs> I mean I really was
0: that's funny well, you've put—I um, mean, you've put already—you've put a fair amount of work into the into the Street Bob already. That's a beautiful looking bike.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, man, I, I really enjoy working on the bikes. I mean, I enjoy working on them as much as I do riding them. So I—I I, I love to tinker with shit.
0: How's the uh, how's the Honda doing that you have?
1: The Honda's good, actually. That's—I moved that out of the basement and took it up to the garage, so it's it's in rotation now. Ooh. Ooh, very yeah, nice. it's, it's it's in the rotation. I'm still having a little trouble getting it tagged. So I'm kind of riding dirty, but okay. It's in rotation.
0: You're an outlaw. It's all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it was, What's the worst that could happen? It's it's a little hard when you got a 52-year-old bike and you're trying to get it tagged. It's 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 a little bit of a hassle. Oh,
0: yeah, I never thought about that cuz you yeah. can't cuz there's no title for it at that point, I would assume or No, God I I had what. the
1: title and I'm mean, a big fucking ordeal with it. It was an archive title because the guy didn't pay taxes on it for years and years because it's just set in the garage. So there's, it's archived and I've been going round and round with, with the Frankfurt at the Capitol trying to get this thing unarchived and how much tax is owed on it and it's just been an ordeal.
0: Oh, that's a nightmare.
1: Yeah, but I was like, fuck, man. I mean, how much could it be? I mean, it can't be $100 worth of taxes. Yeah. You know, it can't be much. Just tell me so I can get a tag
0: although if they get you knowing knowing the states they'll get you in the rears they'll have some crazy it will be like the IRS
1: I know something you originally owed a
0: hundred dollars but now you owe ten thousand. for yeah no fees that, and, that, yeah <laughs> I
1: think I paid all of 250 for the bike when I bought it oh that's awesome so yeah
0: it was what, in boxes what year is that for people that don't know it's a 1970 it's a 1970
1: wow. CB 450.
0: nice and so, what what yeah. got you on that like what was the was Dude, it just to I, tinker with it?
1: I was just looking for a bike to tinker with, and I love those older style bikes mm-hmm. and the Hondas were plentiful and they're cheap, yeah, so it was something that I could get into without dropping a lot of money just to see if that's something that I wanted to do you know, okay. know what I mean and uh yeah, I love doing it, man It was a lot of fun I mean I, I brought I mean... it home in boxes and now it's a
0: Real motorcycle. It's a beautiful looking bike. Oh, thanks. I mean, yeah, it's it's got that raw feel to it. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. That's oh, really it's cool.
1: it's as raw as it gets, Dave. I mean, <laughs> those drum brakes are no joke. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, that scares me, Dad. Yeah,
1: you might as well Freddie Flintstone the fucker. I mean it. It's
0: <laughs> it's not the best stopper in the world. We're not stopping anytime soon. Yeah,
1: you got to prepare. <laughs> There's. There's no analogs, you know. You got to kick start the bastard, you know, carburetors, chokes. It's 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 the whole it's the whole deal.
0: That's yeah, that's commitment. Yeah. I, uh, I get upset when my bike doesn't kick over on the first shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I got this thing. I I pulled the the points out and put electronic ignition. Okay. And I put new carburetors. I mean, it it fires first kick that's awesome yeah it's it's a great little bike it's fun man
0: what um so what type of riding do you like to do in kentucky because i mean i i had a chance to meet up with you in person but that's some beautiful beautiful country yeah
1: that's kind of what i i'm a back road guy man yeah i go out and uh you know i get to the end of my neighborhood and i'm like am i going left or right Mm -hmm. and then i just go and end up where i end up that's awesome you know uh, I've been really interested in in like doing the distilleries the bourbon trail because mm-hmm. uh it's beautiful rides
0: back to those places oh I'm sure I yeah mean, that's, just gorgeous rides that's the one thing that we have here I mean not that we have any high-end wines in New Jersey or PA but I'm sure somebody will argue with that but it's true um yeah those are the vineyards are the best places to ride because they're always in some back road
1: yeah. They're kind in the of, middle of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, where in the fuck am I? And then all of yep. a sudden it's like, there's Woodford reserve and it's like, this is amazing.
0: Yeah. That's, that's gotta be great. Cause that's um you, cause you've got a lot of rolling Hills, right? Cause you don't have much mountains there. No, river.
1: it's, it's, it's rolling Hills. Uh, very twisty. Uh, we have what freaked, uh, some people out when I ride with them, we have a lot of blind corners. So mm-hmm. when you, you're coming up a hill, It'll automatically – you know, when you can't see the road when you're going up, and then it's a hard right or left when you get to the top. Oof. Yeah, so, you know. It's a little different. It's a little different. I didn't pay any attention. You know, when Dustin and uh, Percy and, and Volts came came over, uh, I went out there and I didn't think anything of it, you know, because that's what I ride every day. But they were like, good Lord, man, those roads are a little squirrely in spots. And I was like, I just – you know it's what i grew up riding
0: it's weird too because that's the so i'm on the border between pa and jersey and jersey's like pretty much flat you could you can just and i've done it you can just let your hands off the bars put the cruise control on it, you can just go and just go yeah and then pa has got you know, like you said it's got a lot more technical riding once you get into the mountains and things like that
1: yeah no it, it's fun and it's it's beautiful country man the I mean, horse farms is. and
0: stuff like that it's it's really
1: cool when you get back in there
0: now, did you live there your whole life? I'd lived here until
1: I was eight. Okay. And then we moved to uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. And I lived there until I was 21. And then we came back here.
0: Couldn't take the Gators?
1: Go- well, I-, I don't know. My parents were like, we're going to... We used to come up... We had a summer home here. So we came okay. up here every summer. And uh, I was about 20. Yeah, I was about 20. And they're like, we're going to move back. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I'll go. And then I met my wife and... uh
0: been here ever since that's awesome yeah yeah that that's really that's a beautiful country now have you been to uh because when i think of kentucky i mean you mentioned bourbon but have you been to the kentucky derby i assume more than once oh
1: yeah more than once dude and every time it's a clusterfuck i'm not gonna (laughs) lie to
0: you i
1: mean i've gotten drunk and fallen in puddles and just it's 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 a scene
0: down there on derby it's it's got to be i would assume that that's yeah it's like nascar yeah in the influence. it is
1: it's it's crazy for a horse race i mean now it's a whole it,
0: go, go ahead. ahead
1: no i was gonna say it's a whole month long ordeal oh wow here i mean it starts in april we have a whole month of festivities in april leading up to the derby okay so it's a big i mean the whole city's just crazy for like six weeks
0: yeah that that's got to be a lot
1: yeah it's just it's nuts for one horse race and nobody remembers the horse race because everybody's too drunk everybody's <laughs> drinking those damn
0: everybody's well, on those I mean, mint juleps you, you give me all that bourbon i mean, i know what's man what's a
1: man supposed to do yeah you get on those mint juleps and the next thing you know there's a pink elephant on a unicycle out there
0: you're like what the hell <laughs> yeah thought this was a derby race. Yeah, What's going what the on? fuck's <laughs> going on over here? <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. So where's the, um, so where do you, I mean, you, you've you touched on it, I guess, but you, you like to ride mostly like the around the distillery area, those yeah, areas? Yeah, mostly the uh,
1: Frankfurt, uh, Lexington area. Uh, we have uh, the Daniel Boone National Forest, which is right past Lexington. There's an area there called Red River Gorge that is just stunning. Okay. Uh, I do that. I, I do a lot of river riding up to Cincinnati and back. There's a You can follow the river up to Cincinnati, which is a nice ride. So, yeah, just stuff like that.
0: I think the back roads are the best. I mean, there's, there's definitely that point when you've got a haul, if you're going to do any sort of traveling, but the back roads yeah. are absolutely the best.
1: Oh, they are. And, I mean, I've been yeah. in situations where we've been on the back roads for like six or seven hours, and it's like, guys, I need to get home. Yeah. So jump on the expressway and you haul ass home for three hours, you know, instead of taking the back roads. But
0: too, I mean, you don't have, um, well, you have a fairing on your bike now, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, fairings are a must. I was anti windshield forever, man, forever. And then I got one and it was like, I get it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I would argue, I would call, I would say, you're fucking nuts about a windshield. And then as soon as I got one on my bike, I was like, ah, yeah, I was wrong. I get it. Yeah,
0: I think without the windshield, you have to pretty much be committed to like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, beat you to
1: death, man. Yeah, Beat you to
0: death out there. It's like anything, I think, too, is it, it looks really cool. But the the look versus the reality of and,
1: it. <laughs> that that's where I was, man. I was aesthetics. I was like, oh man, I don't want to put that
0: on the bike.
1: You know? And then finally I was like, fuck it, I'm putting it on. And I was like, I'll never ride without it.
0: Yeah. Now, do never you have lowers without... on yours too? Uh, not lowers, but do you have the lower deflectors?
1: No, no. Okay. Just, just I I run the the Road Warrior, the Memphis Shades Road oh, that's Warrior. Right. I just got a a taller 15-inch shield that's vented. Which is uh, pretty amazing. I'm probably going to do a video on that. It's really nice shield.
0: The vent's nice because it takes away the back pressure.
1: It takes away the back pressure and it just deflects a little bit of wind, just so your helmet pick the vents in your helmet picks it up. Yeah. So you get a little more airflow in your helmet, which is
0: key in the summer. And now, does that have the does that vent ratchet? So can you put it up?
1: No, no. It's okay. Just, so it's just two, open. Two okay. open vents and. The way they had the thing designed, it just it flips it up right in the face of the helmet so you oh, get nice. a little bit of air in there. Nothing to where it's gonna give you any type of buffeting or anything like that, but just okay. enough to get some airflow going into the helmet, which is nice.
0: Speaking of which, you just picked up on a Rye, right? I did. That's yeah, it's wow.
1: Dude, I'm a helmet fucking junkie. <laughs> All right. I'm just I'm just gonna say it. I mean come clean tell us about it i buy helmets like fucking tic tacs and (laughs) (laughs) i do and i've always been on the hunt for the perfect helmet you know you're like all right i'm gonna try this one or i'm gonna try this you know i bought all these fucking helmets i probably have 10 of them and then finally i bit the bullet and bought the awry and i mean because it's an expensive fucking helmet dude yep and my search is over
0: good yeah I mean
1: it's an amazing helmet it's not the most attractive looking helmet in the world you know because they stick with that egg shape Mm -hmm. but uh comfort and airflow and it's it's amazing it's It's amazing amazing to
0: me how much a helmet can make a difference (laughs) because I have your 1200 and that's amazing that the 1200 is that different than the RF
1: Oh yeah, the 1200's a fantastic helmet.
0: I, I couldn't believe it. I put it on and I was like, okay, it'll be better, but I wasn't expecting like better, better. Like it's 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 significantly different.
1: Yeah, so significantly better. And that was, I bought that helmet and then I was like, it's a great helmet. I loved it. And then I I took the fucking on the Rurock. Mm-hmm. Drink Piece of shit. Piece of shit, dude. <clears throat> When it's, i first got it i was like oh man this is nice the yeah, fit lock is that, is awesome that thing's awesome and why they don't license that out and have it put on every fucking helmet out there i have no idea because that's the best thing they got
0: yeah well and i think it's hard too with with some of the newer companies is that you can see they have the idea it's just maybe not quite there yet you know what i mean because you can't you can't compare it to a lineage of a, an Arai or a showy or a Schubert. Like, they're just not. No. You know, it's-, it's not,
1: but it's a $500 helmet at the end of the day, though. I mean, you're spending $500 on this thing. And I wore it four months and I took it off one time and all the pads fell out of it. Oh, because all the internal snaps were broken, you know? And it was just like, really? Yeah, I mean, if I paid 300 yeah, or 250 yeah, but a $500 helmet, I mean.
0: Well, you know, and the thing, too, is that, and, and you, I mean, you guys have talked about this, but I feel like that's the thing people miss out on riding. They have no problem dropping a grand for Reinhardt's, but, you know, they'll go on Amazon for a $200 helmet. It's like, dude, that's yeah. your head. <laughs> that's it's, your noggin, it's, man. It's your noggin, dude. <laughs> and, I mean, just that little accident, well, it's not, it
1: wasn't, a, it was, I don't know how to classify Brian or Dustin's accident, mm-hmm. but uh he didn't actually fall or get hit, but he had to jump off the bike to get mm-hmm. out of the way. And his helmet has a big scratch yeah. in it, you know, and that was just jumping off the helmet to get out of the way or jumping off the bike rather. And if you didn't have a helmet on, that would have been your head.
0: Well, and there was a there was an instructor that was an ex uh, Philadelphia motorcycle cop when I took my class and he said one of their motorcycle instructors died because he wasn't wearing a helmet and he got bumped by somebody. So he's yeah. standing there, the bike bumps him, he falls over, hits a rock, that's the end of him. Yeah. You know, you don't think about it. You know no, it's it's your head, dude. It's I mean, it's no joke.
1: You know, you know, we, we talked about it on the podcast, people will argue, well, if you're doing eighty miles an hour and you fall, you know, you're gonna die anyway and I mean Chances are, if you don't die, you're going to be pretty fucked up. Yeah. I mean, most of the accidents happen at real slow speeds Mm -hmm. and just tip overs and you hit your head, dude, you're done.
0: Yeah. I mean, how many, how many people do you know that just fell down the stairs and got jacked up? Yeah, no, exactly. Let alone clock your head. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I
1: mean, I'm a um, a fan. I'm a fan of the helmets.
0: I I, I think that that's, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. And there's also a lot to be said for your comfort i don't think that you have to realize what that wears on you
1: yeah no it has to be a comfortable helmet and you have to it has to fit right and it has to be comfortable if not then it's just a, a nuisance and that's probably why i went on that tic-tac run trying to find the the perfect helmet. but yeah. you know i'm really happy with the ari. i hope it it should hold up i don't see why it shouldn't but it's, it's a sharp looking helmet too it's a, it's a fantastic helmet very yeah. comfortable
0: well i mean it's much like the seats right the the seats are another rabbit hole it's really hard to find the right seat dude seats
1: seats and handlebars are the two biggest fucking things i mean because you don't know until you know you know until it's on the bike and you're actually
0: using it you don't know if it's the right one or not you're just rolling the dice i had my bike set up perfectly i changed the seat because i got fed up with the hammock and then the bars aren't high enough because it takes yep. me back further and I don't have enough rollback. And I'm like, this just doesn't end. <laughs> no, it doesn't <laughs> end, man. It's,
1: it's a constant, constant thing. But I found with seats, uh, the Mustangs and the Saddlemans are probably, yeah. they're, they're pretty hard to go wrong with.
0: I was really surprised. I sat on Phil's Mustang when we were in Kentucky. And that's that's what I ultimately picked up. And I, it's amazing how it's going to sound like an oxymoron it's amazing how uncomfortable that seat is when you first sit on it yeah but then how comfortable it is by the end of the day because you're exactly. not exactly your butt's not all squished or i don't know no, there's, it, there's a better th- term for it but
1: well i think the big confusion is people think that a seat should be soft
0: no and it, it shouldn't. shouldn't
1: because it's great when you first sit in it but after about six hours, it feels like Mike Tyson used your taint for a speed bag. You yep. know what I mean? They're and terrible.
0: That's, that's exactly the problem with the hammock is it beats you up because there's just so much cushion.
1: Oh, yeah. I had that Harley Davidson. What was it? the sundowner on the slim, Sundowner. Mm-hmm. And I went up to MMM with it. And when I got back, I threw it. I threw it in the garbage. It was okay. terrible. I
0: mean, I was. It's terrible. I, I saw i saw a meme the other day and it made me laugh it's like just if you think you're having a bad day remember that there's somebody at harley davidson who holds jails job is to put on a windshield or a seat <laughs> you know it damn well that in 20 minutes after you buy the bike it's gone. yeah <laughs> it's exactly ridiculous exactly absolutely so what got you on the path to youtube i mean so you i mean you're you're a legitimate. Well, I wouldn't say anyone's not legitimate, but you know, between the podcast and this, I mean, you, you've you've dived in. You're all in for the content creation. Yeah,
1: kind of all in. I'll tell you, it was my nephew. Uh, okay, if, you, if Jeremy Sires, I mean, he's been doing YouTube for a while. He's full time dude. And uh I was in Jacksonville visiting him, and he was doing his recording. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna get a GoPro. I mean, I was going Happy Gilmore on this thing. I was gonna get a, a <laughs> GoPro and just. I mean, just as basic as, it, as I could do. And uh, I made a couple of videos with that. And then I dove down the camera rabbit hole, oh. which oh. I still haven't recovered from.
0: There there needs to be a clinic. We should probably start one. Maybe uh, people you could should come in and just sort of talk about their issues.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the thing you know, you start out and you're like, I'm going to get a GoPro and I'm going to use iMovie. Mm hmm. You know, I'm going to make this simple and the next. And then you're like, well, my computer is not big enough. I need a fucking NASA computer that dims the lights, you know, in order to to edit this stuff. So, you, you know, you're buying a computer and then you're like, well, I had the computer. I might as well get a better camera now, you know, and I might right. as well start using Premiere
0: Pro or Final Cut. And- it's a straight up sickness. So so <laughs> so you, so now I'm curious because, you know, I'm a nerd with this stuff. So you you bought a GoPro. Then what was the what was the next jump like? How I bought
1: I bought a GoPro <laughs> and then I realized that filming off the bike because I did I do a lot of uh, installs and shit mm-hmm. that the GoPro sucked. So yeah. I, I I called Jeremy and this was you know three years or so back and at the time the the uh, ADD the Canon ADD was okay. the camera and he goes just get an ADD and I was like okay. So I bought that and then needless to say, I realized that after you buy that, you start ha- you have to buy the lenses to go with it, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have to buy microphones and recorders. And, and he strikes me this. as the
0: type of guy that goes, this is how much? Yeah, just, just, I'll take it. <laughs> <Just> don't <laughs> take worry it. about it. <laughs> I'll
1: take it, you know, and it, you know, it's, it's, it was weird. And I was trying, I was trying to keep up with Jeremy
0: with, oh. uh, Oh with that's the bad. camera
1: stuff. And I, I, I just couldn't. I mean, he he's got some amazing gear. Yeah. And uh you know, and then you, you get into the cameras and you're like, Well, my picture sucks. And you know why? It's because your lighting sucks. hmm So you gotta buy lighting. And I mean it it just it's yeah.
0: It's yeah, I mean I, I was well, I guess lucky enough or unlucky enough to get into the Canon system at the second generation of EOS, yeah, like way way back in the day, like the nineties. And at that point, I was so I was so young and naive. It didn't it didn't phase me. But now I'm like, how much is that? What? <laughs> I know it's crazy. And the reason the Canons
1: worked so well in the beginning, other companies have caught up to them was the dual pixel autofocus. Yes, I was being a one man yeah. show you needed something that was going to
0: focus. Yeah. And, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And that's, it's no joke to work by yourself. Like, I don't think no. people realize how hard that is.
1: It's extremely hard. I mean, most of my install videos I do twice. So I'll oh. install the part before I actually film it. So I'll install it, then take it off and then actually film and install. Okay. Okay. I just found it to be easier that way than trying to figure it out the first time while setting up lights and cameras and microphones
0: and shit like that. Yeah. That's yeah. I took my fairing off three times. Realizing I didn't need to after the fourth. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why am I not getting this? No. No, So, you know,
1: a simple air cleaner install takes 25 minutes, but if you film it, it's going to take three hours.
0: Yeah, and then another eight hours of editing, and yeah, exactly. Know, that's and funny. then if you fuck up, and then you're like,
1: damn it, then you got to go up and redo it. You know what I mean? And so you're using what now? An R? I have the EOS R okay. that I use now. With uh, my go-to lens is the twenty-four to seventy L.
0: Oh, the 2.8? 8
1: yeah, yeah, that that's, that's kind of my go to That one and uh, the hundred millimeter macro L. Oh
0: that's another yeah yeah
1: that's a great b-roll
0: lens man i mean it's so sharp i was um i was really surprised now granted you don't have the speed but that 24 to 105 which is the sort of kit lens for the rp that's a great lens too that lens is a workhorse yeah you know you 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 start buying other lenses and you just keep going back to that one because it just works yeah
1: and the primes are great too man prime lenses are great i just find it when you're filming stuff by yourself a uh, uh, a short zoom like the 24 to 70 it's just handy yeah you know you're not constantly swapping lenses out trying to find the right focal length and things like that but i mean that's just it's a whole rabbit hole with the with the videos you can make them as as simple as you want or as complex as you want so that's a tough one
0: yeah and 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 we were talking about it earlier it doesn't seem like you know, like you, I picked up the nine, and you you turn that on, and it's not even it doesn't even look like the eight or the the seven no. in my case. And you're like, what just happened? It's the same brand.
1: <laughs> it's the same brand, yeah. And it's it's a constant fight of, and I think a lot of there's a few channels on YouTube that I watch that's really elevated the video game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where the, really they're not even videos anymore. They're almost mini productions. Yeah. You know. And that takes a lot of time and a a lot of effort to do that.
0: Yeah. And that's where I think the the struggle then becomes too, is that, I mean, you were putting out videos every week, if I remember, right? I was putting out
1: videos every week. And then I got involved with the podcast. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the podcast has turned into something that we didn't expect. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot of our time. Yeah to be able to do that and to be able to record every week and, you know, release one every Monday like we do and all the behind the scenes and, and stuff. It's, it's a full-time job well, for I all think of it, us. Yeah. It
0: speaks to anybody that listens to your podcast. You can see the, the difference in engineering. I mean, the, the, the audio has, has come a long way for and it. wasn't that it was bad before, but you can see the, how it evolved.
1: Yeah. It, for it's, sure. Audio is a constant struggle because a lot of people that listen to the podcast, uh, they should know. But if they don't, we're all in different states. Mm-hmm. We're not in the same room. So we're doing this through Zoom or, or StreamYard or something like that. And to be able to get the audio dialed in, is it's a weekly struggle.
0: Yeah. I mean, audio, I think is its own rabbit hole. Like you can, oh. you can nail the the video. I mean, there's so many like people that vlog and it's like, Oh, you need this mic. You need that mic. It's like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, good luck. And
1: I'll I'll tell you, especially with motorcycle content and moto vlogging, I would say that 90% of your video should be spent on audio mm-hmm. when you're moto vlogging. Cause if you don't have good audio, nobody's going to watch it. No, absolutely. Your video could look like shit. And if your audio is crisp, people are going to watch it. But the other way around, if you have great video and terrible audio, it's you can't – nobody's going to watch it.
0: Yeah, because you can look away and still listen, but you can't listen. Exactly. You can't not listen.
1: No, audio is extremely important with moto-vlogging.
0: What is your setup that you're using for that?
1: I – Man, I'm pretty streamlined. I, okay. I went through a lot of different things with separate recorders in the pocket. And, yeah, I wanted to try that, yeah. And all of it, it's too much to keep up with. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you how many times I got back with video and I forgot to hit the record button Yeah, on the recorder or the, something was fucked up. So what I did is I run the 8 with the media mod. Okay. And then I plug a the Purple Panda right in right into the medium eye and i've been able to uh position the microphone in the helmet with the chin curtain to where i get zero wind noise nice and uh i've been pretty lucky with, with that setup because the audio's really clear and it, it doesn't break up or crackle on me and I, i've been pretty lucky with it so
0: that's a that's a really almost a, a cult lens or a cult lens a cult mic. A lot of people are using those. Yeah, it's
1: it's cheap and it it and it works. There's a little funky fucking adapter you have to use because TRS or TSS or whatever. But once when you get that figured out, it I mean it, it works well. And I found that the simpler your setup, the more you're likely to record.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that
1: you know so i have it set up to where you know i clip my gopro in i plug in the mic and i hit the record and i'm ready to go i don't have to think about anything else where before you know your multiple cameras set up and recorders and you're fucking clapping and yeah. trying to get everything you know to sync up and post and it's just it's hard man it takes a lot of time
0: well yeah and i think that that's the thing too right because the you can recognize the the value of multiple cameras and doing other things, but then you start getting into like you said, you're like, all right, now what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know. It's
1: and it I found over time that it took away the enjoyment of riding a little mm-hmm. bit because I was constantly worried about are the cameras recording, is the audio, you know, this and that, that I I didn't pay much attention. I wasn't in the moment of what I was doing. Not that mm-hmm. I was being unsafe but i just wasn't enjoying the riding like i do you know without
0: yeah and you know that's the thing you know coming from a photojournalism background you know i noticed like when i had my kid i i wanted to take pictures all the time right that was my thing and i wanted to capture all these moments but i captured the moment but i wasn't in the moment if that makes sense like i had the picture exactly but i wasn't really there because i was too busy worried about everything else yeah you're
1: too busy worried about everything else and i also with the moto vlogs, I have a route that I do. Okay. If you watch my videos, you will notice that every time I do a video, it's the same scenery. And it's because I know that route, like the back of my hand, and I don't have to think about it. Okay. That that makes
0: a lot of sense.
1: So I'm not worried about what's coming around the bend or what's happening down the road. I know exactly exactly where everything is so that way it's it makes me feel safer doing it because it can be distracting at times
0: oh 100 percent, and that's the, yeah. and and like you said though and i think that that's a good point is that everybody wants to to capture everything but then sometimes there's a lot to be like you know it still happened if i didn't videotape it you know it yeah. really did it still happened it's still there it's yeah just, you know no. do, do, do you need to do you need to publish it
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I used to record all the time. Now I do, if I record, it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not just because the camera's on there and I hit record. It's like, I'm going to go do this for this. And then I come
0: home, take everything off and then I'll ride. Yeah. Now, do you, is your setup on the same uh, helmet or do you have two separate helmets?
1: No, I have two separate helmets. So I have the, uh, the Shoei RF, what is it? The RFSR. Mm-hmm. That, that is my MotoVlog helmet. Okay. Because I was able to, like I said, I was able to get the mic in there with the chin curtains and things, and I was able to cancel 99% of the wind noise out. So it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So no, I'm not moving it to, to another to helmet. Yeah, I'm not going to move it to another helmet. And I've just bought a, another uh, docking station from cardo that okay. I have in there so I can just pop the Cardo on and plug my camera in, and
0: I'm, I'm off to the races. There you go. Simplicity. Yeah. yeah. I, well, and I think that there's... Um, you're also not tempted with that. And I, I know I'm going to open up the, the rabbit hole of the argument, but a lot of times if we're just riding at night and we're riding around town, I'll, I'll ride my half helmet. And there's a part of me that really likes that because I know when that comes out, I don't have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing with electronics. There's no... <laughs> batteries to be charged there's no nothing no just... there's none
1: of that and that that's what it is i mean if i'm going out for a ride i'll grab the uri put the Cardo on if i'm going out to moto vlog i'll grab the showy that's cool and that way it's uh you know it's it i try to i tried to make it as easy as possible because i got shit very complicated mm-hmm. and it was just too much to to deal with
0: yeah, I mean, th- th- there's a lot to be said for that. So you, when you shoot your installs, you're only shooting with an A camera, right? You're not, you're not shooting two cameras.
1: No, I shoot one camera. So w- what I usually do is I will sit down and do the talking head. Okay. And then I'll edit the talking head, and then I will go back and shoot all the B roll. Because after the talking head's done, I know where I you want the B roll to points. be. Okay. And then I will go back and shoot specific B roll for that talking point and then add it in. Okay. Instead of just, I used to shoot just a shit ton of B roll and then I would do the talking head and none of it really fit.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Cause I actually did that this week. I got knocked out all the B roll. Yeah. Then shot on the bike. But then I, but yeah, that's a good point because if you're shooting the B roll after the fact, you can get more depth.
1: Yeah. You know exactly myself, what yeah. shot you need you know, you're sitting there talking about it and you're like, Oh, I can do this shot now. So I'll go out and I'll shoot it and then add it in instead of just having a hundred random clips of shit that you're trying to rifle through and make it fit into your video.
0: No, that's a really good idea. Now, do you storyboard out your stuff? Cause I know a lot of people say, Oh, you have to storyboard it. And you I have to- really
1: don't man. Most of mine, like I said, there's a lot of installs and, um, uh, you know, some moto vlogs talking stuff, but I really don't storyboard. I kind of have an idea what I'm going to do. And sometimes it it stays there and sometimes it takes a hard left and (laughs) I do something completely different. I mean, it just, it just depends. Uh, I always found out when I was trying to get a certain shot, I would get frustrated Mm -hmm. because I couldn't, I couldn't transfer what I was seeing on camera. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I was like, you know, fuck doing that. I'm just going to shoot it and be happy with what it, because, yeah, when I tried to plan stuff out, it just, it made me frustrated.
0: Yeah. No, I I think sometimes you, your point too, is that, you know, this is your hobby. It's not your job. Yeah. You can can go sow in the weeds and something. And we've all done that. You do a video and you're so happy you've put, you know, 35,000 hours into it and it gets five views.
1: Yeah. You just
0: threw up with a selfie stick, you know, kills. Uh, dude,
1: and I mean I found that uh, a lot. Like for instance, uh like the street bob video when I bought it, I mm-hmm. shot it on the GoPro outside on the helmet, walking around the bike. I mean, it was a horrible video. I put zero effort into it, and I think it's setting at sixty thousand views. Yeah. And I put zero effort, and then I'll do something and put a tremendous amount of effort in it, and uh it doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, you just said sir. And sometimes I think too, it's timing. Cause you, when you did the Bob video, that just came out, wasn't it? Cause if I yeah, remember it was correctly, hot. that, that paint was still wet on that.
1: bike. Yeah. The, the paint was still wet. It was, it was, uh, it was the first one they as soon as it got off the truck, I went there the next day and I was like, oh, that's oh, awesome. I'll, I'll take that one.
0: That's really cool. So what is, um, Oh, I just drew a blank. <laughs> so if you're, um, you were saying with, with filming with the GoPro and trying to do, um, you know, how it is hit or miss. Like what is what do you enjoy doing? Like if you had a choice between I'm gonna film this or I'm gonna film that. Like what what do you enjoy more? Is it the writing? Is it the installs? I, I like moto
1: vlogging. I, I mean I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I like it because it, it's simple and it's quick. Yeah. But finding talking you know when you're riding and you're talking to yourself in the helmet you got to get over that to begin with because the first few months i was like i feel like a complete douche you know what i mean your arms are waving around you're at a light you're talking to yourself once when you get over that motovlogging is fun it's just you know we talked about this i think on the very first podcast we did is does it need to evolve Mm -hmm. i mean does it need to turn into something a little bit different than what it is of just strapping a GoPro to your helmet and riding down the road.
0: I think some of the travel stuff that I've seen, where it's you know it's talking, it's a destination, it's some experience, and then a ride some more, is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I think Adam sandervall and Million Dollar Bogan,
0: all those guys do that stuff mm-hmm. really well. You oh, know, those, yeah, I, I, it, you have to start to wonder, like though, that that's it's almost too good. You watch it, and yeah. you're just like, damn, the long way around wasn't shot
1: that well. I know, exactly. And I mean, that's the type of stuff I would like to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, again, it's, you know, you're going to get on the bike. Now you're packing uh, an SL, you know, some type of camera with multiple lenses and you're packing a drone and you're, you know, you got a whole kit that you have to haul around with you. And then once when you get to your destination it's setting said kit up to get the shots so you know it's a commitment to pull stuff like that off
0: uh, and it's 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 actually a good segue for the next talking point about your meetup in september there was a part of me that wanted to ride there's the part of me that wants to drive because if i drive i can take all my gear because <laughs> i can't yeah. do it on the bike and i'm like yeah but then it starts to get back to there's this great video and i didn't enjoy it <laughs>
1: You know, it's funny that just because MMM, the original one that we did when we first started the podcast, I ended up towing my bike because I had a gas leak Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get it fixed. So I I towed it there and rode it with a gas leak, but I was able to bring everything camera wise. Didn't use it. Yeah. Never pulled it out. I had so much fun hanging out with everybody and just talking to people that I, I got some footage, but not what i expected to do you know
0: that we did that 13 day trip and i had the i didn't have the m50 that long and i bought the two gopro 7s m50 never once came out of the bag just sat there because it was like you know the the nice part that i did really like, and i found to embrace is that i can take this out And it goes away that quick. There's no, you know, if I'm going to pull out my gimbal, it's like a month of Sundays to try and set the damn thing up to work. Yeah,
1: exactly. Same with the drone, because I've I've bought a few drones and it's like, bring the drone. I was like, yeah, it's great. And we get out there and there's software updates that'll take 45 minutes. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, at 45, 50 minutes later, I'm in the air. And it's like, well, yeah, I got that 10 second shot. Only took an hour.
0: And it's interesting, too, that sometimes like we were talking about before that there's a lot of people that you watch these videos that they have one camera and they have a 35 millimeter prime. That's all to shoot with. They yeah. shoot it like they're shooting you know, professional videographer, not professional videography, but like film. And that's, you know, it's simple because you don't have to look for another lens. It's always there. Yeah, you know, it's that's always all got. there.
1: <laughs> it's it's there. I ended up buying. What is it? Uh, a Percy off of Percy's recommendation, the Fuji. Mm -hmm. x100 i don't know what's upstairs i don't know it's a little uh 35 millimeter fixed lens camera i take it with me i love it it's little it's it's quick and easy to use and it takes fantastic pictures and it does a real good job on video too if you want to go video but i usually just use it for pictures but uh it's easy to take with me it's real small and
0: I, i absolutely love
1: it great camera
0: yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot to be said for, for simplicity for that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing that a lot, messing around just to challenge myself and using my 35 because it's like, why mess with the zoom? Let's just try it. You know, yeah, the and nifty I mean, 50, which is just stunning for what it is.
1: Exactly. And you can do everything with a fixed lens. You just have to move. You know i might have to walk a little closer or i might have to back up to get that shot you know it's just you gotta put a little bit of work into it but you get great results and not only that a prime lenses are fast as shit.
0: yeah and, and not only that i think it makes you a, a better video videographer it makes you a better photographer because you don't you know zoom lenses a lot of people don't realize that yeah they were out in the 90s but they weren't that good you yeah. know, the zoom there was a noticeable difference between a zoom and a prime oh huge now you'd almost could argue there's not but
1: nah, i don't know man i'll tell you what i'd put that little 200 hundred dollar nifty 50 up to oh, any thousand dollar lens any that day. lens
0: is ridiculous <laughs> yeah i've been using the uh the 30 what is it a 1.8 i forget what it is it's the rf but the uh yeah it's a 35 one and this thing is just stupid yeah i mean it, it's it's ridiculous and it's it's so light you don't have to you know trudge around with a bunch of big stuff
1: no i i agree i agree man simple simple's better and i mean it it's hard to get there you, i think you have to do the the full circle thing mm-hmm. The where you you start simple then you get really fucking complicated and a lot of gear and then you go right back to the simple again
0: i took the i was using the gopro with the reverse shot that everybody does and One day I didn't have it with me and I filmed it. I was like, wow, this is kind of fun. There's no, you know, I either have it or I don't. (laughs) There's no no playing around with something else or, you know, syncing it or, you know.
1: Exactly. I mean, I, I try to keep just like this setup here. I come down here and I hit three buttons and I'm filming.
0: That's awesome.
1: You know, it's set up. Lights are where they need to be. I hit a button to turn on the lights and I hit record on the camera.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I'm off to the races.
0: Yeah, especially too, because if you have multiple lights, you don't have to move them, or you can have one that just stays where it's at. You're using apertures?
1: Yeah, I use the aperture 120D for my main key. And then up here is an aperture LED. Nice. uh, For the kicker light. And then I use uh, those little aperture. Fuck, I don't know what they're
0: called. Yeah, the little boxes.
1: The little yeah LED multicolor boxes.
0: I can't remember the name. What was you were the one that sent me the link? That spinoff that they did with the cheaper apertures.
1: The Gordox, I believe. Is it Gordox? I Gordox thought... makes one. I think Aperture released a, a, a yeah, cheaper light. It's
0: a, it's a cheaper aperture. Yeah, but I think it might have a different. Regardless. Would you know I ordered that thing four months ago? I still haven't got it.
1: Still haven't. Well, dude, that's with everything. I mean.
0: Works like, what do you want? I was like, I want the big one and the small one. Well, I'd rather have a sun that I have to downsize than than have a dim light. Still haven't arrived. It's crazy.
1: No, it's not. Well, just like this 120D that I have. I mean, I run it at 28%. Wow. I mean, I've never. The only time I've cranked it up is when I use that 100 millimeter macro. If I got a you know, uh, Mm -hmm. turn that, turn the aperture up a little bit to get the focal plane a little bit bigger. Then you got to pour a lot of light to it. But yeah, for just this, I think it's sitting on like 26 or 27%.
0: What are you at two eight? Uh,
1: no, I keep this one at four for recording The the two eight, it seems to, uh, to hunt focus a little bit on me.
0: Now you mentioned, I know Jeremy got you at least into the YouTube side of it. Were you into photography before that?
1: Uh not really man. No. It was kind of a learning I was in a huge learning curve, you know, with, with that stuff. And I, I still am. I mean, I know enough to be dangerous, you know what I mean, to where I can really fuck something up. But uh I I really enjoy the photography part of it. Yeah. Now, uh before it was all video, but I really like the photography end of it now. I the the pictures, I I love taking pictures.
0: Yeah it's that's awesome though and especially too with the with the newer mirrorless you have the best of both worlds yeah you know it does everything you know that's really cool so we mentioned briefly the meetup so tell everybody about the meetup i'm excited i'm looking forward to this so
1: the renamed it used to be the midwest modal meetup we we fuck i can't talk we renamed (laughs) it to the five dirty bikers meetup because of the podcast obviously and this year it's going to be here in Louisville, Kentucky, September 3rd through the 5th. Let nice. Me, let, let me
0: check that. <laughs> Let's fact check that before yeah, people show up and they're like, what the dates, hell did Tony man. tell me?
1: Yeah, let me fact check that. Yes, the 3rd through the 5th. Um, so on Friday we're doing a, a meet and greet at uh, Bluegrass Harley-Davidson from 2 to 5. Nice. For the people that are coming in and then sunday we're actually holding an event down on the river from noon to four and then sunday we're doing a ride to castle and key distillery and woodford reserve and then we're wrapping up at a restaurant down on the river sunday night for the send-off
0: very (coughs) nice
1: yeah and there will be some more riding friday and saturday but really not anything structured
0: okay breakaway groups and stuff yeah that's cool yeah <clears throat> so what's the um so what's the meet and greet going to involve it's just kind of hanging out at the dealership it's just
1: kind of hanging out we, we were trying to figure in the out face or something yeah we were just trying to figure out a kind of a central spot to uh to meet kind of a hub okay and bluegrass was was nice enough to to give up their space so like the ride on sunday is going to start at bluegrass Okay. Uh, it's kind of going to be the central hub. So we thought from two to five on Friday when most of the people will be rolling in, we'll all be hanging out. They're going to have, you know, drinks and stuff there for us. And
0: oh, very nice.
1: Yeah. And we're just going to, you know, say hey to everybody and we'll have a sign up sheet for the ride Sunday. There are limited spots for that. So, okay, sign up soon. Okay. And basically the reason is just safety. Oh, absolutely. Safety's paramount. Yeah. We we just want everybody to be safe because the routes we're taking are it's going to be a single file. There's no staggered ride mm-hmm. because the roads are narrow and they're twisty. And uh if you go off the side of the road in some places, you're you're in for a big ride. Yeah.
0: You know, and that that's the thing too. I don't think people think that, you know, the group rides are fun. Group rides yes. are fun when you know the people. When you when it's a bunch of unknowns and various things, that that's a little scary. Yeah, we it's we just wanted
1: to we just wanted to be safe. So, um, I'm talking to uh, Phil, our Kentucky, which is in our Discord, mm-hmm. uh, and he may do a second group. Okay, kind of a more of a direct route, like uh, expressway, state road type thing, uh, if we have a lot of interest. <clears throat>
0: well that's true too because you have so many various bikes you've got big tour bikes and small bikes yeah
1: exactly and you know one of our big things like as we talked about earlier some of the roads are a little technical i mean we're not going to be doing uh speed runs down them by any means it's going to be slow and and mellow but uh be honest with your riding skill you know there's nothing wrong with that dude if you come from like Areas like Dustin uh, in Illinois, where everything's straight in right hand corners, you're a fantastic rider there, but you get in the twisties and you don't know what to do. It's because you don't have any experience in that. And just be honest with it, you know? No, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's not a competition of who can ride better. You know, it's all about having fun and hanging out.
0: No, and you've got some great people in the Discord too. So it's going to be, I mean, there's some. There's a lot of people coming that I've seen. So that's great.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Also, uh, Jared Weems is going to be there. So the man, the myth, the legend. The man, him and Flip Noss coming. And they're going to have, bo- yeah, they're going to have both of the uh, David Mann bikes.
0: Oh, that's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, they're coming back. It just so happens they'll be coming back from Born Free. So they're going to stop in Saturday and they'll have both of the David Mann bikes on display. And
0: Nice. Yeah. That's really going to be a good time. <coughs> And then so, it's Saturday's the is it, dinner, right? Saturday's, yeah, Saturdays is the event
1: from twelve to four, and where we're holding it, it's a place called Kingfish down on the river. They hold a weekly bike night in the summer. Okay, it's a huge, the indoor restaurant, but it's also a huge outdoor venue
0: oh, uh, with
1: bands, and you know they have outdoor seating if you want to eat, and outdoor bars, and we can hang out there till midnight if you want it, if people want to. There's oh, nice. Snow. You know, we just put a time frame on it so it would be there, but people are more than welcome to hang out there, and especially if you're staying across the street, yeah. And if you want to do some power drinking, <laughs> you, can you know, walk on over, <laughs> you can walk on over.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, hopefully, bluegrass doesn't have that uh, light blue roguelite that I wanted. And it's, uh, they, I think that's gone, that. dude. Oh, good, I think it's gone. That, that that they were trying to give me the hard sell, guys. Like we could deliver it, like to Jersey, because yeah, you know, yeah, they'll I mean, do it. Sure,
1: <laughs> they see me coming. Now it's like here comes Tony selling my bike.
0: <laughs> it's like Jesus, man, I'm done. I'm done. I thought it was really funny that I hit three dealerships. I hit one in West Virginia, one in Ohio, and then one yours. And it's interesting to see how different they are. Like our area, I feel like you, it's like swimming with sharks. Like it's, it's brutal in my area. Some of the dealers, yeah. you come in and it's like, we should run your credit. I was just here to use the bathroom. I mean, yeah, I was- <laughs> just,
1: I just need to take a piss, run this,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like run your hand cow. on this instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. No, that's, it's, it's a nice area. I'm looking forward to it. It's a good time.
1: Yeah. It's, hopefully the weather's good, man. That's our only wild card. So, yeah.
0: And it's nice too, because I know you guys kind of got the, the shaft with last, well, everyone got the last shaft.
1: Last year. Yeah, man, it sucked. I mean, we held out as long as we could and then it got to about three weeks away and we had to have a hard conversation. Yeah. It was just like, everything was shutting down. I was like, we could have it guys, but none of the stuff that we were going to do is open. <laughs>
0: it was weird here when it first started you could go down to the jersey shore the middle of summer it was like the zombie apocalypse nobody yeah. was there it was awesome but to your point no but nothing was open you couldn't find nothing a nothing you open. couldn't find anything to eat no it was great but you know there's nothing there
1: yeah i mean it, we were so adamant on having it man i mean it really came down to like the last three weeks i think to where yeah. finally we were like we have to do the right thing here and canceled. Yeah,
0: you know, it's a tough call. I mean, I, I, if anything, I think it's built more anticipation for this year.
1: Yeah, and we're in a better spot this year, so you know, it, it might have been for the better. I think this one's, you know, this year is going to be bigger than better than it yeah. would have been last year. So, you know, I'm hoping we have a good turnout. Hope well, we I mean,
0: turnout. Your podcast has grown tremendously in that last year. I mean, it's yeah, man, it's it's, it's, it's awesome it's, to see the growth. <laughs>
1: We're still in, uh, I think we're still in denial. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> really? People want to listen to this, you know? Because uh, we didn't have really any expectations for it whatsoever because basically it's five of us on there bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You know? it's So we really didn't have any expectations, but people seem to like it.
0: So, Well, you guys have solid chemistry. I mean, you've had some really big names on there, too. I mean, there's it's no joke.
1: Yeah, no. And that's been one of the coolest things about it is actually being able to uh, to talk to some of these people that, you know, if you would have told me three years ago, I would have said, what are you fucking nuts? Yeah. You know what I mean? And to sit down and talk to some of these people has been really cool and dealing with, you know, a lot of these companies too, dealing with the owners and, and their marketing people. It's like, I would have never dreamed three years ago that I would have a direct line to Memphis shades and SNS and all these other people. It's just
0: like, it's crazy. Well, and I think it's, it's interesting how that markets changed, right? I mean, nobody needs a marketing team. If they have you on board, you don't, you know what I mean? As far as production level stuff, it's it's just
1: nuts. And you know, it's a fine line too, because we, we had a a discussion within the podcast and we were like, we're not going to add the podcast up. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to do it. You know, we're going to have what we think makes sense and we're going to keep it small because nobody wants to listen to five and six minutes of bullshit ads at the beginning or in the middle of a podcast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping it small and, and being selective of, uh, you know who we represent on the podcast and if we don't believe in the product or we don't like the product, you're not going to hear about it.
0: That's something that you said, and in, in I think it was your SNS video that I thought was really um, unique for lack of a better word. That's not the right word I was going for, but talking about how you only want to review stuff you believe in and stuff that you genuinely support because that's, a, that's another rabbit hole.
1: Whew. It's another rabbit oh. hole, man. And I mean, it's tough because... You know, some of these companies will hand you a a five, a five to thousands of dollars of product mm-hmm. that they want you to review. And you have this expectation of giving a good review because they gave you this product. And there's been a lot of times where I've called them up and I was like, you want it back? Yeah. Because you're not going to like the video. Sure. You know? Most of the times they tell you just to keep it, but I don't use it anyway. I usually end up giving it away because it's a piece of shit. But Yeah. Yeah, if if I don't think it's a quality product and if I won't run it, then I don't I don't
0: review it. Well, and I think that that's that's great. I mean, I think it speaks to your branding because there's so many insert whatever name you want, but there's so many people that are like, "Oh, this is the XYZ helmet." You know, and then well, next just, week
1: just open the fucking thing up, man. It's the rural rock. I mean, you're sitting here dancing around it. Just just say it. <laughs> I mean, you're
0: dancing around it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to give them credits for their marketing department though. I'll give Dude, them that. They got me. I bought one.
1: Yeah. And uh it it is sitting in the garage collecting dust because it's a legitimately piece of shit. It's a legitimate yeah. piece of shit.
0: And it's hard too, I think, with anything because motorcycles are very trend oriented. You see it in your Discord all the time, right? Somebody gets X, then somebody else gets X, and then you know everybody else has it because everybody else bought it. <laughs> you know, it doesn't oh, end. Oh yeah,
1: man! I mean, it. It really is influencer. I mean, there's no other oh no way and, around it. And yeah. I mean, just like the 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 great glove debate.
0: Right? You're an Indy Ridge man. Yeah.
1: I'm an Odin guy, you yeah. know, and it's like, who, you know, what gloves better? They're both great gloves. Yeah.
0: At, at the end of the day, it's what works for you. Exactly. And I think that that's what people miss. You know what I mean? If you have, especially gear, my head and your head, aren't the same dimensions or no. shape or, you know,
1: but I mean, you see these guys on YouTube, you know, uh, you know, I think Shaytree tree uses the Odin gloves mm-hmm. and you see him in every one of his videos and of course people are like what glove is that you know so I, yeah I always
0: joke the the money is for return on investment is anything that can go in your bars the bars the gloves and your windshield and you can yeah. just you because you can't escape it <laughs> no you <laughs> can't no you see way it
1: in, in every video man you see it in every video and people are always you know well I want that windshield you know yeah. how many times have you done that well that's cool what exactly is that I can't tell you how many comments I get of what exactly is that on your motorcycle? That's, yeah. You know, whatever
0: the, the want to.
1: Yeah. yeah. I want that exact one. You know what I mean? it's like, dude, I think I bought this fucker on Amazon. I don't even know what it is, you yeah. know, most of the time, but yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it really is. And it's, it's, it's like anything when you involve guys, it's like cameras, right? It's the, yeah. it's the great debate of what's better than what.
1: Exactly, and it's all good stuff, man. I mean, I, I don't, the whole, yeah. It's just, it sometimes it blows my mind. Yeah, other stuff that you know.
0: Well, too, and I, I think with anything too, it's. It's like with motorcycle parts, right? It's this exhaust is better than this exhaust, but that exhaust, it's all what works for you. you know. It's
1: all what works for you. And I will say, I'll plug them right here. That s Super Street is probably it the best exhaust sound, I've ever had. Yeah,
0: it does sound really good.
1: It was one of those exhausts. You know, when you put an exhaust on your bike and you go out and you ride it, you try to convince yourself that there's a performance difference. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you're like, well, it sounds better. And it's like, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe it's front end better. That s Super Street, as soon as I rounded the corner, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This thing, it doesn't sound as good as some of the other ones. I mean, it sounds great, but, you know, Vance and Hines probably has the, the market on, on tone. But the performance of this thing is unbelievable. I mean, just really impressive.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it's... It's again, it's it's what you. Yeah. I, I don't think anything's well, it's like with seats. And we were talking about earlier, it's only expensive if you have to buy it twice. If you, Dude, <laughs> there, there's nothing better than taking off a 600 hour seat and going, Well, that was a mistake.
1: I have a, a saddleman sitting up there hanging on a hook mm-hmm. that I, I bought when I first got the bike, when I first got the street bob. And uh, no, didn't work out. Had, yeah. had to rebuy the step up. Go back to the step up.
0: And like you said, too, with a lot of that, there's no um, there's no way to try it. That's where I think Harley gets you. Right. Because you can try the seat and the seat feels better when you try it. Yeah, it it is better. It's just not better than X.
1: No, I know most of the motorcycle stuff, unless you get it from Harley, 90 percent of the stuff you buy is online. You never see it. You never get Mm -hmm. to lay a hand on it. So you're going off of people's opinions and pictures. Yeah. You know?
0: And, and that's such it's a tough. distorted market. You go and you read some of these Amazon reviews and, oh. like, did you really buy this? Or is this just your marketing team reviewing your I product? Mean,
1: how, how Have you gotten caught up in the whole review thing when you go to Amazon to where I'll be buying something as stupid as, you know, a fucking lighter for my grill and I'm making it an hour long ordeal because I'm reading the reviews. Yep. And it's like, just buy the fucking lighter, man. It doesn't matter. It's 10 bucks.
0: I was looking at GoPro batteries the other day. And they're like, oh, but this has more amp hours. And this one's this one. And this one yeah. has this. And you're like, I don't know what I've known any different.
1: No. Probably it's, not. it's like, just buy the damn battery. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's sometimes I I, find, I catch myself doing that. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? We, I'm um, researching charcoal. Yeah, It's like, no, just... Buy a bag of Kingsford at the grocery store, for God's sakes!
0: I was doing that. We bought a new TV, and the guy's like, "Well, you need this cable." I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, it's it's this and it's that." And you go start online, and eight days went by, and you still don't have the HDMI cable you wanted. And you're like, "This is yeah, stupid." Yeah, uh,
1: I think it. Uh, I think Amazon ruined it all for everybody. It, yeah, it's just it. It's too complicated to buy shit now.
0: Well, too, and you you can. Um back to like discord you can you can talk yourself into or out of anything oh yeah easy it's like motorcycles there's this giant debate of what's really better and is any of it i don't know know
1: dude let me tell you they all do the same thing yeah we've talked about on the podcast i was like you can spend fifty thousand dollars on a motorcycle or a thousand dollars and they they does exactly the same thing
0: yeah you're returning your investments better on the cheap one yeah
1: i mean they all do the same thing It, it boils down to what you like and how you like to ride
0: yeah you got to keep your you stuff know? tight though you're uh, i you're, keep your my shit tight dude it's no joke
1: my, mine wasn't very tight when you were here i yes right. i was a little embarrassed because it wasn't very tight but no I, I i do i have a routine man i go for a ride on the way home there's a gas station i fill up the tank that's awesome i, pu- I pull in the garage and I, I i clean the bike and then that way when i'm ready to go ride it's clean and it's got a full tank of gas
0: now what are you using just a, a polisher or a, yeah i use for lack just, of a better word
1: well i keep it pretty clean so i hardly mm-hmm. ever have to like break out the hose i just use like a quick detailer okay like f11 or uh the wizards or something like that mist and shine yeah just get the bugs off and some of the road crime
0: oh the bugs are no joke my uh
1: bugs are bad, dude. I had a fucking cicada hit me. I had the visor open. Oh, some bitch caught me in the cheek, dude. You can see it. Oh, I mean, it almost knocked me out. <laughs> I mean, I was like, God damn, man! I just got hit with. I thought it was a rock or so. I was like, God damn.
0: I took the the first big motorcycle trip I ever, second motorcycle trip I ever did when I had my Suzuki. I had a. I had the, the bobber sunglasses much like the ones you always see me in, in my videos the wraparound glasses yeah i had my vent over somehow took a yellow jacket in that little spot between you know that your skin sticks out between the padding and the, and yeah. the glasses freaking got stung at like 70 miles an hour i was like whoa uh, <laughs> dude,
1: like, this
0: is I no had, joke uh, i
1: had kind of the same thing i had a fucking bee go in my t-shirt sleeve oh I almost dropped the bike cause I like stopped and I was freaking out trying to get it out. And I mean the bike, you know, when they get to that certain level, there's mm-hmm. no recovery. Yep. I was right there. I mean, it was everything I had. I was looking, trying to shake and trying to keep it up, but yeah, it's a bitch stung the shit out of me.
0: We went to Lake George last year or that area we were riding and Katie generally rides with a jacket. Like I do the one day she didn't, she took a yellow jacket to the arm. Ugh. All I heard was this like primal scream in the in the comms, and I'm like, "Well, let's see if the ABS really works."
1: Yeah, no shit, man.
0: <laughs> it's
1: no joke. No, there's some stuff that happens out on those motorcycles. You can't make the shit up.
0: No, and you, if you told people that, they're like, "No, no, come on, they're like, yeah, it happen." Yeah, it's
1: it's going to happen.
0: It's like people that that go on about dropping their bike. It's going to happen. It's just it, inevitable. Dude,
1: it's you know, people always ask me. They're like you know yeah i was like it's not a question of of if it's when. yeah it's gonna happen you know granted none of none of us want it to happen but i mean it's gonna happen
0: yeah and i mean at the end of the day like you said it's not a it's not an experience thing sometimes it's just you just have it's that one moments of dude, lapse it's, and it's as
1: simple as you know pulling in the driveway and getting sidetracked on doing your helmet and forget to put the kickstand down yep. you know i mean it, it's shit like that it, it could be something just completely air you, uh, you know
0: user air yeah i grabbed the the bike at a hotel and i went to pull out and i didn't let the bike warm up and as soon as the clutch fully engaged or unengaged whatever you're gonna call it stalled it dropped it that was the end of it yeah <laughs> like well that I sucks mean,
1: <laughs> it happens man i mean it's that that you know like I said, you can't make that shit up.
0: It, no, it, it's going to happen sooner or later. Well, Tony, I really appreciate your time today. Oh, no problem, on, dude. Man. It's it was great to to sit and talk to you in Louisville. That it was it's the nice thing I think about the motorcycle community. I was thinking about that on the ride home. It's really cool that when you become part of that community, there's almost anywhere you can go and find people that
1: it is and you know, you know to hang out with on a little tangent that's one of the best things i found out about youtube is the Mm -hmm. community it's not how good your channel is or how big your channel is or whatnot but if you get plugged into a community of people it's a it's a game changer yeah it really is uh our five dirty biker discord is is amazing i mean i i still and i still have to pinch myself sometimes over it it's like really but no, the, the, the community is the best part of YouTube as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, and it's nice, too, because how many times, I mean, I've asked you hundreds of times, but you get somebody and they're like, so I got this and I'm getting this weird problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And someone's like, oh, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's this you or know, it's that.
1: Yeah, we've I've had that problem, too. You know, here you go. And but then you yeah, can, no.
0: I think that separates, too, a lot of the to say it the real youtubers and the the people that are doing it for an ego trip right because at the end of the day none of us learned it we figured it out by somebody else you know and yeah I mean, it's, it's, exactly. we didn't we didn't just come up with it on our own generally no, speaking
1: no no um, we're all doing the same thing out there and it's it's about the people that you're able to meet I was able last weekend I went up to bluegrass and toby Northern was up there (laughs) Mm -hmm. and mr miss mustache mustache or what yeah i can't i never get his name right but you know i was able to hang out with them man it's really cool to to be able to meet those you know to meet people like that
0: yeah and it's neat too because there's not i I think it's that bond that it's like you ride i ride so we have that in common yeah
1: yeah, the exactly. Rest we can figure
0: out. <laughs> you
1: know? It's it, it's very weird how easy the conversations are because you do have so much in common. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have so much to talk about right out of the hole. You're not searching for shit to talk about.
0: Yeah, it really does. It really is the uniter. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter about sure. the brand. If you're on two wheels, it's yeah, no, it's unique. Two wheels for I sure. Said two wheels, not three. Three, we
1: don't wave. Do not wave.
0: No. It's at uncomfortable. A fucking, what is it? The slingshot? It's the slingshot, not a motorcycle. slingshot, the Can-Am. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now, the Can... You
1: know, if it has a seatbelt and a fucking steering wheel, it's not a motorcycle.
0: Yeah. Now, it's funny. In Jersey, you see people riding those with helmets on. And I kind of get it. But at the same time, it looks ridiculous.
1: And it's then like, you probably ride a motorcycle without a helmet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's the, the people that they tell you that they always wear their seatbelt. But then they got on their bike with no helmet on. You're like, I, watched,
1: I, I saw a dude on the expressway the other day on a fucking... I think it was a 20 Street Bob with shorts, a T-shirt, flip flops, and no helmet. Yep. I mean, doing 90. I was like, God damn, man, you're a brave I, I guy.
0: Mean, I get uh, I get nervous when I'm not wearing my jacket some days.
1: <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I'm terrible, I dude. Sneakers. I'm I, I'm a helmet man, and that's about as far as I go. Now I fair. do wear jeans. I wear jeans, and I just bought a pair of actual like motorcycle shoes. Okay, you know uh, those—they look like vans, but they're actually designed for motorcycles. So that was a big step for me.
0: Do you wear gloves all the times?
1: I do wear gloves. I I do wear gloves and a helmet. And I just stepped—I just traded my vans in for actual motorcycle shoes for the first time. So I'm I'm getting there.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm getting there. The helmet's key, though. The helmet. The gloves are key. I've
1: always—I've always wore a helmet. Yeah. I. It's just yeah. Kind of like I, a seatbelt.
0: I get freaked out with the people that wear the half finger gloves. I know people do it, but it, it freaks me out because I'm always afraid I'm going to like scrape my fingers out.
1: Do you know I started out
0: with those? Yeah, everybody did.
1: I mean, like I said, as, as time goes on, I keep, I don't know if it's, I'm getting older and I'm nervous, but as time goes on, I, I, the, the little piece of safety keeps coming in. Yep. So maybe I'll move up to Kevlar jeans here soon. I'm not sure. I just don't want to be hot.
0: Yeah, that that, yeah, that looks that's a bold step. Yeah, I just don't want to be hot. That's my well that's my three hundred hour pair of jeans.
1: They are (laughs) and I almost bought one of those climb induction jackets the other Mm -hmm. day. Mike Mike bought one, so I'm gonna let him be the guinea pig. But it was like three hundred bucks and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna wear it. Yeah. You know, if it's hot, I'm not wearing the fucker, dude. It'll set on a hook in the garage.
0: Well, and you talk about a rabbit hole, I mean your helmets are your vice i mean between gloves and, and jackets and boots and it's like it doesn't end no you know it's it's you can just go crazy
1: oh never ending man it, i guess that's the, the fun and the curse of the motorcycle
0: yeah there's never there's never an ultimate goal because no. it just keeps going
1: you're never satisfied nope because they are always just the bike the
0: way you want it they come out with something else
1: they come out with something else or you're like oh i think i'm gonna change the whole looks of this thing now. yeah you know
0: that's awesome well tony thank you so much so what um so the meetup is september september 3rd, 3rd through 5th, 5th
1: in okay. louisville kentucky you can go to five uh, dirty com, hit the uh meetup tab and all the stuff will be there i think there's some hotel recommendations on there okay and uh, if you have any questions just shoot us an email and we'll awesome we'll yeah i'll be it
0: i'm looking forward to it and then you have um your tony cox youtube channel as well so that's awesome
1: that is got any uh,
0: got anything big on the works coming up on that i do i don't uh, use the slider anymore i can't emotionally take that pivoting slider
1: well the the slider is coming into play i've Damn been lucky it. to to partner up with some really cool companies man nice. and one of them's been this original garage moto from canada oh yeah they they just sent over uh, a crash bar Ooh. and dude i mean the quality of their stuff is i mean i don't know it i mean i don't even i'm gonna when i do the video i'm gonna sound like a huge fanboy because their yeah. shit's just that good but no i so i got a lot of videos that i need to get out that i filmed that i just haven't had time to do yet but there's a lot coming out on that some sns stuff and cool the original garage and yeah there's quite a few stuff quite a bit of stuff right that, that slider shot for that sns is just whew. yeah that, that was, was one of those rabbit holes bank. dude i mean i i oh. got the damn thing and I've, I've used it like four times but every time i use it it's like
0: damn that's nice because that the head rotates <laughs> on that too right you can track yeah. with that yeah so it uh it slides and it rotates oh so all i can we're gonna you're we're flagging you you're done we're not talking yeah. about this anymore <laughs> tony thank yeah. you so much oh and, you're uh, welcome folks dude, make anytime. sure you take out check out the five dirty bikers and uh please join us at the meetup we'll see you then thanks we everyone. will be there see ya.
1: all right you're gonna